this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Liberty from Prophecy Now and Spirit Move Ministries. It's awesome to have you listening here on Prophecy Now podcast. I would like to remind you of our Dream Talks deal that we have going on right now. I have an eight-session Dream Talks e-course that I have for sale through spiritmoveministry.co. You have received the first session for free here on Prophecy Now. I would like to offer two coupon codes for those who are Prophecy Now listeners. The first coupon code is PROPHECY10 with a capital P. This will be 10% off either Session 1 or Session 2, basically Dream Talks 1 or Dream Talks 2. Each have four sessions. Or you can bundle it and use the coupon code PROPHECY15 to receive 15% off the bundle of Dream Talks 1 and 2. I hope that you guys will take advantage of these discounts and be blessed by the e-course. And it's awesome to have you as a listener to our Prophecy Now podcast. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministries. Um, This is a Saturday. I am here at the lake. I'm always at the lake, usually always recording um, because it's the perfect spot. Although sometimes there's people in the background, but um, I can't really control that. So, also, my plan is when I get to Florida to have a little bit more organized plan to set up my filming room and have all that. So, I will not always be in my car forever. Can you say amen? I say amen. Although, I will admit, you guys, um, I I have less preparation if I don't do my filming room and um, because I usually you know have to put the whole makeup on and all that Um, otherwise you can't see anything on camera I have no eyebrows I have no I have no nothing so I have to like put makeup on like for real and so um, right now I have minimal makeup on so I like minimal so Um, it's nice when I can just record in my car because I don't have like all the professional lights and stuff. So, um, you have to just look a little different when you do that. And, um, you know, you have to make a little more effort. And so it's not that you guys aren't worth the effort, but since my house was flooded and I'm in a condo anyway, I don't have a filming room. So it works out for me to film in my car. Okay. Moving along awesome things happening um we go where i move i pull out on tuesday the 28th and i'm headed to florida florida um coming your way for to move uh i will be there on wednesday um we're not going to just rush right through we're going to take a couple of days head over there and um, we're going to have all of our stuff um u-hauls everything we're excited um and so we will see you florida officially Wednesday I will be on the ground Um, my plan was to be there by the first and so I'm excited that uh, that's gonna happen at this point so 
Um, the only other real big things to talk about are just Pakistan's coming up, which doesn't really matter to you guys because you can't go. But um, it's going to be a massive crusade. 150,000 people is our expectation. Um, I will be speaking, and um, we're believing for mass souls and miracles healing. We had um, the last crusade, we had, I mean, major healings happen. I mean, we had um, people's tumor, children's tumors dissolve. We had a little girl who was in a bad car accident when she was four years old. Um, she, by this time, she was 10. She came in a wheelchair, and her legs were all crippled up. She had been in a wheel, wheelchair since the car accident. And um, she was miraculously healed um, at the crusade and she left walking. And so we have major testimonies of God doing marvelous things. And so um, this is gonna be a much bigger scale and uh, I'm very, very excited. So please be praying for us. Um, me and three of my team are going um, to do that the end of April. We will be gone the 22nd through the 30th of April. Then, um, I'm home for like a day and then I turn around and leave on um, May 1st to go to Israel. So, and then I'll be in Israel until um, the 8th or 9th. And so um, I'm gone like those whole two weeks. My life is already um, planned out and I will not be in Florida. I will be living in Florida, but I will not be there because I will be in Pakistan and then I'm going to be going to Israel like the next day I come home think and sleep for a minute probably and then I get on the plane and I head to Israel so um, I'm excited about everything God's doing amen and so be praying for us we're still raising the rest of the funds for Pakistan give to that so that we make sure we have everything we need um, and just so you know a crusade in Pakistan is way more affordable when people hear amounts of money they're like oh my gosh no other places it's like millions of dollars Okay, it's not millions of dollars to do a crusade in Pakistan. Okay, moving along. I am releasing two words, part one and part two. I released the first one on March 13th in written form through mass email. Just so you guys know, not every word I release comes on YouTube. Probably only a fourth of them come on YouTube. The rest of them I don't release on YouTube. I send in written form, like at, like in blog form through my um, email. You have to subscribe, spiritmoveministry.co, to get those prophetic words sent to you. They're the words I release in between the ones that are like right now. And so, but then there are some that God's like, no, Liberty, this can't be just written form. I need you to get on so I can release some glory. Um, and to talk about it a little bit, amen? And sometimes you guys request me to do that. Um, can you please get on and do this on video and so, or for your podcast instead of just a written form? And so that's what I'm doing right now. Um, I released the first, um, I didn't know this was gonna be a, a second part, but when I first received the word, I released it on the 13th through mass email and in written form on social media. Since then, just the other day, I received part two. I didn't know I was getting a part two. Well, ever since I received that, he keeps prodding me, prodding me, prodding me. Um, Liberty, you need to record a word. And so I'm gonna talk about part one first, and then I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you both parts of the prophecy, and then I'm gonna pray for you, okay? So um, 
this is serious, you guys. Um, it's the hammer's coming down. I mean, you guys know I've been releasing all the stuff about the body of Christ since about the end of 2019. And that is because that's what the Lord, that's how he uses me. Most of what I release is about what he's doing in the body of Christ. So you can be ready because um, we have to be ready. And uh, like I said on the video that I released about, you need to go back and watch it, the Houston um, revival that's coming, the dream that I had, revival's coming to Houston. Um, you know, we can't get other people saved and they can't stay saved and go through sanctification and do the whole thing and then become radical and on fire and then go with the glory and, you know, go do what they've been called to do and give their life to Christ and never look back and be a psycho for Jesus if we're not. We can't pass on what we don't have. We can't create that and release it into others if we don't have it. And so the Lord has to get rid of some of the things. So you guys, this is, this is why all the times and seasons words, a lot of them I release. You might get on and be like, I want to hear some kind of political prophecy. I want you to tell me so-and-so is coming back. Here's the thing. I've released a few political prophecies um, when God tells me to. I only say what he tells me. If he hasn't told me to, I ain't saying it. I don't have an agenda. I don't play games. And um, I'm not going to get on and say something because I think that's what people want to hear. Typically, what I say irritates people, not makes them happy. So um, I'm very happy to be that voice for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so um, I'm excited to do that. Okay, so... Moving along, in this vision, um, I was deep in prayer, and the Lord gave me a vision. And some of you will, will have read this, but um, you're going to be happy that you got to hear it on video form and see it on video form with part two. Amen. Um, so he gave me a vision of a large hammer coming down and smashing an empty glass jar. A large empty glass jar. And... Probably as you're thinking, what, what is that? What is that? Okay, I said the same thing. See, me and Jesus have this thing we have going on. It's called, I can be sassy with him and he still loves me. So um, I see the vision and I'm like, what could that even mean? Like, I was like, what could that even be? What could that even be? And um, this is the word he gave me and then the prophecy just flowed and so, after he gave me this vision and I watched the hammer smash this, this glass jar to pieces, um, the Lord said, what's empty and shallow is going to be crushed. And I'm just like, whoa, just so you guys know, I get my mind blown just as much as you get your mind blown when you listen to a word I release, that my mind gets blown when I receive it. Every single day, anything I receive, it's like, whoa, he blows my mind, okay? The fact that he can give me that vision and it creates a prophecy, and then there's scripture to back it up, the whole thing blows my mind. I get my mind blown every day, and um, that never changes. I'm never above getting my mind blown, and so I was just like, whoa. He said, what's empty and shallow is going to be crushed. What's been built like a glass jar is going to be crushed under the weight of my glory in this season ahead. What is made of glass, empty, shallow, that's been taking up space, but has nothing to fill it. Empty works based on man-made kingdoms in the body of Christ. 
These man-made kingdoms and ministries are like empty glass jars, um, taking up space but have no purpose. These glass jars must go to make room for the newly built ministries that I'm raising up that will represent me well. These are ministries that are birthed in the fire and have been created solely to honor me and my kingdom. What is empty and shallow will not survive what's coming on the earth. My people will need all that's provided to them through my kingdom to carry the weight of the job ahead. The enemy knows there's many ministries and Christians that have been built on falsehood and he um, and he's looking forward to their exposure and demise. But what the enemy has not accounted for um, are the true ministries and Christians that are rising up and rising quickly. Um, the breaking must come to these empty jars built on nothingness. It's time to remove them and make room for all that I'm going to do on the earth. This is a part of the separation that must come. You know, I've released the word about the wheat and the tares way back in 2020. Um, the enemy will be blamed, but it's all for my glory and my kingdom. The enemy doesn't have power to crush anything that I have not given him. This is my work, my people, and my people will see. Stand firm my people and allow me to remove what is empty and shallow in you and in the body of Christ. Amen. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, that just says it all you guys. And I'm getting like, I'm sweating to death now. Okay. I'm sweating all up my back. I'm getting the whole glory glow going on because I'm releasing a word. And so, um, here's the thing. When he gave me this word, I was just like, whoa, his metaphors and the way he does things. I mean, it blows my mind. It's no surprise to me that all the prophets in the Bible, Isaiah, Jeremiah, um, Ezekiel, all the weird things they had to do. The Lord is very creative and um, because he's the creator, creator. Amen. And so um, now I'm going to give you part two. Okay, and then I'm going to read the verse that he originally gave me with part one because it goes for both of them. So then he gives me part two. And so this was just um, a few days ago, I believe like on the 22nd. And so I, I didn't know there was going to be a number two. And so I was deep in prayer again and I was just worshiping and I saw a bunch of broken glass in a pile with the hammer laying next to it. And I was like, well, okay, obviously this has to do with the vision of the jar and the hammer being smashed. And so um, he gave me the vision and I said, okay, God, what, what are you saying now about this glass jar? And the Lord said, the crushing is done. As the crushing of all the glass jars is done, it will bring wide open space for me to work. The crushing can be painful and bring a lot of noise, but it's all for my glory and my kingdom making room for more, much more than my people can fathom. As the empty jars and shallow works are crushed and removed, there will be an amazing openness in the air, he, in quotations, and atmosphere in the body of Christ as I prepare to work, um, as basically they prepare to work for the end time glory. As the atmosphere is cleared, 
of the chatter and the clatter of empty works, this will make more room for my true voice to rise in the body of Christ, and there will be less distractions and time wasted on pointless deeds that are not truly full of my light and my love and my truth. As the pointless deeds fade into the background, my true holy atmosphere will rise among my people. This holy atmosphere will no longer be capped off with all the empty deeds affecting its reach. You guys need to let this sink in. This is big. The Lord is amazing, okay? Um, the cap is being removed in preparation for bringing in the end time harvest. Trust me, my people, all the demons um, my Holy Spirit has been battling will get moved aside with the crushing. Stand firm, my people, and watch me work. Amen and amen. So here's the thing, you guys. This These words are straight up. He's straight up. And so, you know I've talked about complacent Christians since 2020. Complacent Christians, the shaking, um, what's real is what, you know, when the shaking happens, um, things become unearthed. And the, it's either evil or good. And so people either figure out who they are in a good way, even sometimes if it means God allows you to go through something horrible and painful, it, the whole, he allows it because there's first of all more in us. Secondly, he has a different plan. He wasn't happy with the other one, evidently. And so he is, has another one. And so, and it's, it's one he's had always because he knew it was coming. And so, um, the crushing isn't fun. It's noisy. It can be painful and very hurtful to watch, honestly. Um, and so when you have the wheat and the tares, none of us want to believe anybody we know could possibly be a tear. We don't want to believe anybody we know could possibly be an empty jar, shallow and void of with empty deeds. I mean, deeds that there is none, like they're pointless. They're literally taking up space and using up um, God's name on the earth. And so it could be empty, shallow denominations. I'm not going to call anyone out, but I will say this. Um, the clatter and the chatter and the noise and the, and the distractions and everything that come off of what's not of him. That is religion. It is, you know, falsehood. It is empty deeds. Literally, it is... A serving Christ that leads nowhere. Um, and so here's different ways. Okay. So, numbers doesn't mean somebody with a giant church of 20,000 people. It doesn't mean they're doing God's work. And you're probably thinking, how is that? Because here's how you know. Is the Holy Spirit allowed to move? Are there signs and wonders? When people get saved, do they stay saved? Oh, Number three, do, when people get saved, do they live it? That's the biggest one. That is an empty ministry. I don't care if they have a church of 20,000 people. If those people only come to church and look religious and then they go home and they have not changed one thing about who they were before they found Christ, they're still living the same way 
They, they still think the same. They still have the same bad habits and addictions. Um, they still, whatever, whatever it is. And I know this is extreme, but making your way around town when you're not married, doing things you shouldn't with people you're not married to. And so here's the thing. Um, people live like that and call themselves a Christian. Those are all empty deeds. Those people that are getting saved, there's been nothing, no Holy Spirit and fire. There's been nothing, another level released to them that they can grab onto that get, helps them to have that conviction to be sanctified and to grow. It, it doesn't exist. Religion, they're feeding the spirit of religion and it's keeping it happy. So they just keep going and they just keep doing what they're doing. I have people that I have worked through many things with. They're on fire Christians now, but when they started, they thought they were. They thought they were. They would come to church. Then they would go to the clubs on Friday night. Or they would go um, hang out at uh, dirty, nasty places and they would drink. And they would make a fool of themselves on social media and all this stuff, okay? Here's the thing. You're not going to survive in my ministry because it's God's ministry. So under me, that usually would not be happening. Because first of all, I would see it and feel it and know it. All things get re revealed. It's my job. If I'm leading, I should know something. I should be able to pay attention to this stuff. And so, um, and then I'll call you out. And I'll confront what's happening in love, but I'll let you know that God's not pleased with that. And then usually I have people who will either be like, whoa, I didn't even know, or they'll rebel and they leave the church or they leave the ministry and they flip out because they're being held accountable. And so um, God's bringing us into a place, you guys, where we're not empty jars. I don't want to ever be known as an empty jar that did empty deeds. I mean, I, that's terrible. And so, um, but the Lord said those empty jars have to be removed because they're going to block the unity of the body of Christ coming under one drumbeat, one spirit, one voice, and it's to release what he said, um, the love, the truth, and what's basically real. Um, not everybody wants the truth. You're probably thinking, that's just crazy. No, it's actually not. The truth sets you free. Not everybody wants the truth because they, it's hard to hear sometimes, even especially if it's about yourself. Um, and so here's the thing, you guys. We're not going to be guilty of being able to be hit with a hammer and being and crumbling to nothing because we're full of empty deeds. And so this is not for you to freak out and be like, oh man, I better do 10,000 more things. I better figure out to figure out to be more holy. No, that's not what this is about. This is not religion. This is the Holy Spirit and fire. And if we're not on fire, we can't participate with him. The, the people doing the empty deeds can't bring in the end time heart. They can't carry the load to disciple them. The goal of people 
finding Christ is not to stay how they are. It's for them to grow in what's available to them so that they can be set ablaze and their life can be changed forever and they can go be a crazy person for Jesus and go wreck it, whatever it is they're called to do. Amen? So what's the verse he gave me with it? You guys ready? Mark 4, 14 through 20. The sower sows the word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. And they, they have no root in themselves, and so they endure for a time. Afterward, when tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake, they, the persecution comes because they're serving Christ. It may not be through the church, but it's because of their walk, of, of giving their life to Christ. Attacks, you should be on Satan's list, okay? Um, basically, for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among the thorns. They are the ones who hear the word. And then the cares of the world and the de deceitfulness of riches and the desires of other things um, entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful but these are the ones sown on good ground those who hear the word accept the word and bear fruit some 30 fold some 60 and some a hundred all I know is I want to be some a, some a thousand I'm not some a hundred and so you know um, but the reality is is this is the verse says it all. And so the first ones they talked about are the empty jars. And so, as I said, one, two, three, there's different versions of it. Lord, let us not be in an empty jar. Let us not be able to just be hit with the, with a hammer and be crushed and to smithereens because we're, we're empty and, and we're just taking up space, but we're not actually walking with the Holy Spirit, walking with the salvation at work in our life, and then pouring it out on others. Amen. Um, and so we're going to pray right now. Are you guys ready? Um, the Lord wanted me to get on here. He didn't want me releasing it in written form, the second part. He wanted me to do the whole thing and get on here so we could pray. You guys, um, I don't want to be an empty jar. I don't want you to be an empty jar. And that's why I'm releasing this word. And so you need to understand, even if it's happening, and this is what we're going to be watching play out during everything that he's doing in the body of Christ during the shaking, it's going to be years worth. Um, we don't want to fall in that category. If, if I, I can feel the glory. If I release the word and I put it into the atmosphere, you receive it, you hear it, and you bring it into your heart and your spirit, then you can begin the process of making sure you don't fall in the category of being crushed. This is what I'm called to do, is to warn you, to release what God needs you to know so that you know what to do and you can understand what he sees and how he feels about it. And so, Lord, we don't want to do that. I don't want to be an empty jar. I want to be so full of his glory I want to be overflowing. Woo, I can feel the glory. 
I don't want to be empty and shallow. I don't want to be religious. I don't want to take up space. Nope. I want to be so full that I overflow onto other people. And when they're around me or they're involved with me or connected to my ministry or what anything I'm called to do, they get set ablaze and they become different people. That's, that's what, what I hope my life produces. Um, not more of the devil's works or pointless deeds or empty, shallow religion. Lord, help us. Let that not be us. Amen. So lift your hands, man. There's some glory. Let's pray right now. And we're just going to declare, woo. Lord, we declare that we will not be empty jars. Lord, we declare that we will allow ourselves to be filled, so filled with you that we will be filled to overflowing. We declare that we will not have shallow, empty, de empty um, pointless deeds, Lord, that full of nothingness. We will not walk that walk. We declare that we will not just take up space, but we will be used for your glory. Lord, we declare we will not allow ourselves to be crushed with a hammer because we are empty inside. We're just a shell of nothing. And so get ready, you guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill you up. Are you ready? Get ready. Lord, I just release your glory to fill them to overflowing. Lord, I declare over each of them as your glory is filling them now. Woo, you're going to flow up and out, Lord. They're going to feel you like a warmth coming over, over their body, Lord. And I just release a filling, Lord, to overflowing over each person at the sound of my voice. That they would be full of you, Lord. That they would be full of life, love, truth, all the things the gospel actually represents, Lord. And I release that over them now. And I fill them to overflowing. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Okay, I love you guys. Have an amazing day. And I will probably hear from you. Maybe you might hear from me before Florida. I'm in Florida. I don't know. Who knows? We shall see. Jesus is the boss. Amen. Bye.